Hi, podcast listeners. I'm Matteo Pistono, host of the Hay House Meditations podcast. And I'm here to invite you to our free five-day meditation challenge starting January 28th at hayhouse.com slash five days. There are so many benefits to meditation. In as little as five days, you can be on your way to sleeping better, feeling calmer, embracing life more, and finding ways to ease your physical pain. During the challenge, each day, you'll receive two free meditations, one for the morning and one for the evening. These guided meditations will help you unlock a happier and healthier you. Plus, you'll get exclusive access to two live webinars with me where I'll answer your meditation questions. And best of all, you'll be joining a like-minded, supportive community, making the commitment to change their lives by building a meditation practice that brings meaningful results. Whether you're brand new to meditation or a seasoned meditator, I really hope you'll join us starting on January 28th. Go to hayhouse.com slash five days to join now and download a free PDF where I share five ways to boost your meditation practice. That's hayhouse.com forward slash the number five D-A-Y-S. Let Dr. Wayne W. Dyer take you on a voyage of discovery where you can begin to tap into the amazing manifesting powers that you possess. As a loyal podcast listener, Hay House would like to offer the ebook version of Wishes Fulfilled, Mastering the Art of Manifesting to you for free for a limited time to help you learn how to obtain what you truly desire. You're invited to open yourself up to a new way of experiencing life by imagining exactly what you would like to manifest for yourself. By using your imagination and practicing the art of assuming the feelings of your wishes being fulfilled, you will discover that you possess the ability to become the person you were destined to be. Get your free Wayne Dyer ebook now at hayhouse.com slash manifest. That's hayhouse.com slash manifest. Welcome to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world. Let's start off with Susan, and she's calling from Victoria, British Columbia, to talk to you today on Line One. Welcome to the show, Susan. You're on with Dr. Dyer. Hi there. Hi, Susan. Hi. Um, how are you? I'm I'm good. I, I have a question about about suicide, mm-hmm. and let me be clear that I'm not suicidal. Oh, good, because <laughs> I was like going to say, that, yeah, all right, go ahead. I won't <laughs> um, make a joke about that. That's not funny. Yeah, yeah um, I, I, about a year and a half, I had a, a long-term relationship with someone I love very much, but he was also very abusive, and um, this is sort of a pattern that had been going on in my life over and over and over again, and um, I eventually got the strength to um, stand up for myself and very lovingly ended the relationship, and then he killed himself um, because of it that same night. And my question is that um, I'm having a little trouble reconciling the fact that it it has launched me into a place where I'm kind of at ground zero now. Mm -hmm. Um, It feels like all of the sort of lies I told myself before and all of the the things I said to myself before that are, are... kind of all gone, and all of this is a really good thing, but I'm having a little trouble reconciling that with um, the fact that I'm in such a good place with the sort of guilt that's left over. Yeah. 
It's uh, that's such a hard one for you, dear. The um, the thing about it, I mean, you just have to look at this from a much bigger picture. Um, there's there's just there's just, when you have an awareness that uh, you know everything that shows up into this world, uh, you know, originates. If you've read the Tao, you know, everything originates. Everything in, in that is in the world of being originates in non-being. Um, and non-being is that area that we call God or spirit or the Tao or, or divine mind. Um, and everything that sh- shows up exactly when it is supposed to, this, this is an organizing intelligence, whatever we want to call that intelligence. Call it God what you want to, that it's, a, it's, it's what brings you know, non-being into being. And it also is what decides when, non, when, uh, when it returns to non-being. Um, and it's, it's, it's because you said these things or because you had this... Uh, you know, the courage to stand up and no longer take the abuse or whatever it was, and and, and, and you made that declaration, and the fact that he uh, then uh, took his life, you might be making the assumption that it was because of what you said and how you said it or whatever that that was the cause of it. But the fact is that uh, that, was always, that was already taken care of as well. I mean, this person's uh, ending his life was a choice that he had ev- absolutely every right to, uh, to make at any time in his life. Uh, probably wants you to forgive him, um, and if you're filled with gu- with guilt and stress and anxiety and 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 hurt and pain and all of those kinds of things because of the choice that he made, uh, that means you will not have forgiven him. Uh, and he was the you know that was the path that he signed up for, and that was the path that that was the way that he was going to exit, regardless of whether you said it or somebody else said it or uh, or you know or his uh, portfolio went bad or something else uh, would have taken place in his life. If he was at that fragile a place in his life, there's uh, there's nothing that you could have done or not have done to uh, to have prevented that. That's uh, that's just in the great way of things, in the great nature of things. And when you if you can get that, if you can disconnect yourself from your sense of responsibility about this, and uh, and allow him to uh, you know to have his soul move on and reconnect himself back to God, uh, which is uh, which is you know which is what happens to all of us. It's that uh, you know, and there's a big cultural meme that a person shouldn't take their own life, and uh, and we can't get behind somebody else's eyeballs and and know what they're feeling inside and and, and how why they experience what they experience and, and the choices that they make. And this person had every right in this world to, to make that choice, and maybe is at peace, perhaps for the first time, especially if he had been. I'm assuming it's a he. I didn't. You didn't say. Yeah. So, but I'm assuming it's a he. Uh, that, <laughs> yeah. Especially if he had been, uh, you know, behaving abusively. For was he doing drugs? He was actually. I didn't realize that until kind of near the end of our relationship. But he he was. I mean, he was a very sick man mentally, um, and he knew it, and he struggled very hard yeah. with it, and and that's why it's not. You should be, be, be. I'm not saying what you should or shouldn't be, but his. Uh, He's at peace, perhaps maybe for the first time in his entire adult life, and particularly if he was on medications. The medications that people are taking today, have, uh, what kind of medication was he on, do you know? He, he, he didn't take, um, he self-medicated with drugs and alcohol, mostly. What kind of drugs? Um, he, w- he was mostly on pot um, and just drank a lot and yeah. that sort of thing, and so it was um, mood-wise, he was just a little all over the place. <laughs> yeah, what, what was his early childhood like? What was his relationship to his mom and dad? Um, he had a very controlling mother. Mm-hmm. Um, he he eventually actually left here for maybe twenty years, and then um, he had only just recently come back. 
Um, so and, when and, you met him, he was carrying around stuff that had been. I mean, we're doing this very, very quickly, and you know, over yeah. over a telephone, obviously. But what I'm trying to do in the few moments that we have together, Susan, is to get you to not, to make a disconnect between the choices that he made and the things that you said. What you said and how you said it, uh, as far as standing up for yourself and not being abused by a person who was mentally ill, is a very important thing for you to do. Um, the fact that he made the choice to to end his life was. Uh, was something that was taken care of the moment that he was conceived. We come in when we're supposed to, and we leave when we're supposed to, and how we're supposed to. There are just no accidents in this universe. So, I come. Because that was honestly was part of my question. So sometimes that's part of because uh, I wonder if sometimes that's part of the plan. And the reason I say that is because it seems like the fact that I've been able to overcome some of the things that I struggled with forever, including my inability to be alone before and to take too much and this sort of thing. Um, is a direct result of of the fact that I I took such a hard whack because <laughs> this last time you know be, because he did kill himself and it was so awful and and then I think it, it's almost like I kind of signed up for it to learn the lesson. Um, but then yeah, he I was a part, He was a partner. Thinking he, that way, <laughs> he was a partner. Listen, both of you were. He was a partner in helping you to get to a higher place for yourself. You were a partner in helping him to do the same. And this idea of death being some horrible, terrible thing, you've got to let go of that. He's in, a, he's in a very peaceful, perfect, beautiful place, the place that he originated from, where there's no controlling mothers and there's no anxiety and there's no, no, you don't have to run away from anything for 20 years. He's, uh, okay. he's in peace, sweetheart. He's in peace. And so ought you to be. And I'm curious to see what you have to say about this one uh, call, Dr. Dyer, Lisa on line three, because I, I think you talk about this in your in your lectures, uh, the morning and afternoon of your life, you know, when you get to a certain part of your life where you look back, usually around your 40s, and you go, hmm, did I really achieve everything I wanted to achieve? Or, you know, what what's next? And I think uh, Lisa might be having some of those questions. Welcome to the show, Lisa. You're on with Dr. Dyer. Hello. Hi, Lisa. Hi, how are you? <laughs> great. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from uh, New Haven, Connecticut. Oh, okay, great. Yes. I know it well. I was in the Navy, so I know a bit about that city. Oh, wow. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah. I um, yeah, I just love all of your work, and it's just been a real blessing to me. So what I, ha- I have the movie The Shift, and I was thinking about how I've, I'm now 42, and all of the ambitions that I had in terms of insurance and some other things, I felt like I really didn't in terms of monetary monetarily achieve those successes and now i'm looking at other work in terms of my meaning but sometimes i feel like it's a cop-out i mean it's never a cop-out when you're finding uh, following your dharma but i have a a hard time reconciling it because of thinking okay well now i'm saying i'm living a life of meaning which i do feel that way but then part of me is saying do i still need to be more ambitious because of Financially, you, you well. I'm thinking having a certain income, a certain home, a certain this, a certain that. So that's there. Let's that's stop the there for a second because it's like, where did you learn that? You know, I mean, what, 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 that that this whole idea that uh, somehow you know you came into this world, you know, you came from this invisible, majestic, uh, infinite place of uh, where there's no things at all, and uh, you know, nothing, nothing to own, nothing to do. Nothing to accomplish. Uh, you just you come from nothingness. You come from oneness, and you come from nothingness, zero. And uh, and we know that we return to the place from which we originated. So we go back to that place with nothing, uh, with no accomplishments, no achievements, no money, no stuff, no anything. 
Um, and we know that. We know that's our origination point. We know that that's our destination point. Meantime, in the middle, we think that everything ought to be different. <laughs> you know, that somehow, and, and these are really huge, Lisa, huge uh, cultural memes. These are, these are these, these uh, sort of mind viruses that we, we take on when we're, when we're little boys and little girls and we're told, you know, that you're, you know, that's what the ego is really made up of. You know, the idea that you are what you accumulate, you are what you, what you accomplish, you are what other people think of you. I mean, that becomes the, the, the defining characteristics of who we are as human beings, which is what okay. we all know if we study any spiritual literature, that that's the false self. You know, okay. that's the ego. It's not this. So we, 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 we fall into this trap of believing the, 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 all of the messages of the, of, of the ego. We even believe that, that, that God and God himself is, is somehow a, uh, you know, a, a product of this ego. God is, uh, is someone that wants us to uh, contribute a lot of money to him, and if we give a certain amount of money, we can get indulgences, we can buy our way into heaven, and we have to uh, give a certain amount of our money into to promoting these ideas and so on. And these are, this is just a God of the ego. Uh, and it's such a it's such a powerful thing that you get into your you're now in your early 40s and you've got this uh, idea that you know I'm I'm happy I'm feeling content I'm uh, you know I'm I'm out there making a difference in the world I'm I'm feeling like I'm living on purpose and yet uh, I haven't accumulated enough money I haven't done enough stuff I don't have enough merit badges I don't have enough and uh, you know it's like the, the purpose of life is to enjoy it, it seems to me, and to, to be at peace with it. And, and how much you get and how much you accumulate and all the stuff that you have, it's, uh, it's all just, uh, it's just a mind virus that you bought into when you were a little girl. Well, I guess because they say that you, um, and I've heard you say before, that you attract what you, not what you want, but who you what, are. Who so you I'm are. thinking I would like, let's say, in terms of a life partner or a certain level of um, financial comfort. So I guess. That was the other kind of thing. Okay, what do you what, let, Let's say you get. Let's stop there. What do you, you let's say you get your financial comfort? Um, yes. What 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 does that entail? What? Well, it would be my business, uh, Song of the Butterflies, a celebration of young girls when when they get their first menstrual cycle. That that would be moving along throughout the community. Yeah, but I'm talking. You said finance. I'm talking about finance. What oh, what is oh, it going to take for you to feel satisfied in that whole area of financial comfort? What's it going to take? I will feel comfortable just uh, having, let's say, X amount of dollars in savings. What, what is that? What? Give me the number. Like to me, just be have right now at least twenty or thirty thousand dollars in savings. Well, fifty thousand would be very nice, but we'll say twenty thousand dollars in savings just there. Okay, let's or just, whatever. Okay, so and then so okay, so just in your imagination, you've got the twenty thousand dollars now. Just in your imagination, you've got it. Because if you put it into your imagination, twenty thousand uh, dollars, relatively yes. re- relatively soon that will show up and manifest for you. If you just ne- if you never if you if you hang on to that and assume the feeling of that wish fulfilled and live from that perspective, that twenty thousand dollars will definitely show up, and or the means for achieving it will show up. But let's just say you've got it. Okay. So now what do you have? You know, you got your $20,000, it's in the bank. How are you going to be any more content and any more meaningful than when you didn't have the $20,000 in the bank? Yeah, I guess I have had that type of savings before, but it's like it, it, I have to use it. And I'm happy that it's, I have positive cash flow, but I want to be able to to use it. Like if my family needs something or we want yeah. to go somewhere. That So I don't know. I, you're, I guess I feel content, but I guess I'll feel 
an extra sense of security. Yeah, see, the, the thing of it is, here's what, here's how your mind is working, Lisa. What it is doing, it, it is, it is not, it is not here in the moment. It's not, not being on. This is who I am. This is what I have. This is the seventh of June. It's 2010. I'm content. I'm happy. I'm thrilled. I don't need anything else in order to be happy. I, everything that I need is right here. I can mm-hmm. breathe. I can. But instead of that, your mind is filled with, if only I had just this amount. Now let's assume what happens if your mind thinks like this, and this is the way you've trained your mind, you know? Okay. Now what happens is you get the 20,000 shows up, but your mind is still tra- is the, is still got an inner mantra, and the inner mantra of your mind is more. Um, I, I'm not happy where I am. I have to have more. So now you got the 20,000, and I swear to you what will happen is your inner mantra will say, that's, that's not enough. You better make it 30 or you better make it 50. And meantime, okay. all of your present moments of your life get used up saying, uh, you know, if only I could just get a little bit more. Just to, and, okay. and, and it's like so, what you want to do is try to change that. Take the 20,000 or the 30,000, put it into your imagination, assume okay. the feeling of that wish fulfilled, act upon it, think from the end, begin mm-hmm. to, uh, to, to, folk, to see yourself as a person with a $30,000 cushion in your, in, okay. your, uh, in your bank account. You've already been able to do it before. You've already admitted to that. Yes. So, and, and, and just watch as if you don't see all of the ways that it will begin to show up for you, except the problem will be is that you're still not living in the present moment. Because so how do I do that? Like, what, do you, what, do you, what, do, what only, can I do to stop the rumination, like replaying these stories? Yeah, what, what, yeah. How do you... Well, like, meditation and, and things like that are all great, okay. uh, great tools and techniques for doing it, but the best thing to do is to, is to be in a state of appreciation. Here it is okay. for you, Lisa. I'm going to give it to you. This is free. Okay. okay. <laughs> everything that's ever happened to you up until this moment, everything that's ever happened to you up until this moment, did not happen in the past. It happened in the present. Yes. And everything that's ever going to happen to you from now until the end of your days is not going to happen in the future. It's going to happen in the present moment. So your relationship to life, Lisa, your very relationship to life is your relationship to the present moment. Not to the future, not to what might happen, not to what you hope will happen, but to this moment right now. Because that's all there is, all there ever has been, all there ever will be. And that's where God is. The only place you'll ever find God is here now. That's the only thing God knows, is now. God is not going to be doing anything different a thousand years from now than God is doing right now, right here in this moment. So be okay. aligned in the present moment with that energy and just start seeing yourself in those ways. Use your imagination to place into the present moment and live from that place virtually anything you can think of, and, but always stay here in that present moment. And every time you find yourself ruminating about if only, come back to the present moment and look around at all the things you have to be grateful for. Okay. That's the secret. That's, that's just a simple little secret, but uh, does that make well, sense? Yes, it makes purpose. I'm going to do that because yeah. I feel like everything is coming together, but it's still yeah. it's just like a, a yeah. alignment issue for me. And yeah. I just want to, I was like, well, what else I'm do I I'm going to, to be happy as soon as I, let me see, <laughs> as soon as I get my first bicycle, as soon, yeah. as, I can, as soon as I can go around the block, as soon as I graduate from high school, as soon as I get married, as soon as I have my first child, as soon as my children get through school, as soon as I get my divorce, as soon oh. as I, you know, it's always like, this, it's, it's all of my, 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 my happiness is coming as soon as all of these things happen, all of these things external to me. Meantime, all of those things are taking place in the present moment, and you're using the present moment of your life to fill it up with if-onlys and maybes instead of gratitude and being here now. 
Okay, I'm going to do that. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. We're going to send you a copy of The Shift, the movie and the book. I know you've seen it, but we're going to send you another one, because oh, no, I want I you to watch it again. It'd be great, because I've been probably a couple of people, I, I'm kind of a little wary to give it to them. So like, oh, you can go online and get your own, so at least I can now get this copy away. <laughs> yeah, well, that's another one of the lessons you want to learn. Give as much away, and the more you give away, the more you'll get. But okay, more about I'm that gonna... next time. I love you. Take care. Right, God bless you. you. Thank Namaste. you. <laughs> Bye-bye. What a great call. I love that. You know, Louise Hay has said that a lot, too. The point of power is always in the present moment, and we're always thinking ahead. You know, I have to get this. I have to get that, you know, and it, yeah. and it's never – there's always something else. Yeah, until you get you know? to a point where then you say, well, the only way I'm going to ever be happy is when I die. You right. Know? <laughs> <laughs> then I won't have this stress anymore yeah, of worrying right. about stuff. Yeah. Just just real quick, when I was, I was thinking about this when you were talking to Lisa, I was watching a – um, Dateline last night, and there was a profile of this guy, Mark Dreyer, who had made millions of dollars in hedge funds and ended up bilking people of tons of money. And he kept saying that was his big driving thing was he always wanted to be more successful and more and more and more and finally just self-destructed. And now he, he has zip, absolutely nothing. Yeah, Thoreau had, I've given it so many times on this show in the last five years, but his definition of success I memorized when I was in high school. He said, if you advance confidently in the direction of your own dream." and endeavor to live the life which you have imagined, you will meet with a success unexpected in the common hours. Let it chase you. Meantime, just enjoy being here and do all that you can to make everybody else's present moment as happy as you would like yours to be. If you would like to hear more of Dr. Dyer's radio show, tune in to HayHouseRadio.com. To find out more about Dr. Wayne Dyer or any other Hay House author, please visit HayHouse.com. Thank you for listening.